you know, coming out of last week, um, you know, the beginning of the game is a thing that we have to improve ourselves. And, um, you know, you go look at the tape and you judge the tape. You, you can't, you don't just sit back and say, um, we started flat, we didn't, you know, we weren't playing, we, you know, whatever it was. But it comes down to at the beginning of the game, it was first and 10, it's second and eight. It's third down. It's a first and ten, second long, a third down. And that cycle repeated to another fourth down again. Uh, the theme is win on third down and get off the field. So I got to call it better. We got to coach it better. And we got to win a matchup on one of those early third downs to get off the field. Um, if the game were played out first and ten, first and ten, second one, and, that, and that's what it was all the way as they marched on the field, then yes, I, I, I would wonder were we flat? Did, did you know? Um, were there things that I didn't do in preparation for our guys to get them ready to go early in the game? But, um, you know, you look at the second play of the game, it's second eight, and we really have a chance to make it third and 11. You know, we have a chance to hit them in the backfield. And um, it ends up being a three-yard gain instead of a three-yard loss, and it's third and five. So you, we find those plays, and we, and we talk about fundamentals, techniques, how we can play better in those situations. Um, you know, there's, there's a few big runs there where, where – Again, it's a, it's a combination. We we have to coach it better, and we have to execute better and see poles. Um, you know, two outside runs where there's stretch with poles, a little bit different setups on both of them um, than one where there's an, uh, an insert play we, we didn't fit well. And those were the three big runs that we got to get rid of and eliminate from the game. And um, we do that. I, I, I like where we're headed in the red zone in terms of red zone defense overall. Just we got to get the runs and we got to get those handled in the red zone. Um, but our guys, they're, they're, they're tough. They're resilient. Again, I love coaching this group. They love to work. They come in. They're open-minded about corrections. They're very self-aware. And, and you have no chance to build anything and to get better if guys aren't self-aware. And I love that about this group. James, where's uh, Sam Beal in terms of how close he is? I know he's eligible going into next week. And when he does get healthy, do you see him more as an outside guy, slot guy? Where do you see him fitting? Uh, Sam's going to be an outside corner when he, when he comes back. And, um, you know, that that's just going to be a day-to-day, how he progresses, how he is, um, fully healed, not where he's at, you know. Sam hasn't practiced a ton, as we know, so this is every day is great for him. Every meeting is invaluable for him. Um, he's been he's been able to watch tape, but he hasn't been able to watch himself on tape, and so that's why the meetings are so important because it's it's a great self evaluation. Sit and watch every bit. Watch individual. Watch um, his scout team reps. Watch his defensive team reps. Watch his special teams reps. All those things are key for him um, to try to build until um, that decision's made uh, next week. What is it maybe you're working with him when you look at it? Is it technique? Is it just physical building up? What, what yeah, I, I, it's, it's certainly technique. It's certainly technique. Young player who just needs as many reps as he can to get himself on tape that you can coach the fundamentals and techniques. Then um, obviously beyond that is, is the scheme and the calls. He just needs as many reps of those as he can get. Is he getting any team reps, or is it all just, for lack of a better, scout teamwork? He's he's getting um, just like all almost all of the guys in the back end. They're all getting um, pieces of reps, and you know, and again, I, I won't go into the details on how many, but they're all getting um, opportunities. Put it that way. Is he fully healthy enough to play when, if he were to play in week nine? 
Um, I think that'll be determined next week when it's time to make the decision. Where's Buchanan getting? Um, you know, Buck, just my history with Buck, the things that I know for certain about him, he loves football, plays fast. Um, he's a guy that was always uh, much more physical than the frame and the stature of the guy. Um, you know, him and, um, you know, he, he's a guy that, that that's really what sticks out to me. And I think just getting him out here the last couple of days, getting back in our system and our scheme, you know, we're able to have some of the com conversations of reflecting back to Arizona and some of the things we did. So, um, you know, he, he's working hard and he, he wants to try to earn some time. Pat said yesterday, you know, the plan was to get him up to speed so that he could be ready to go in Detroit. How? How did that look the first two days? Yeah, you know, it's progressing that way. And um, I think the plan of how much and what and if he'll play, that'll kind of reveal itself on game day. But um, he's working his tail off. He's doing, in terms of that stuff, he's working just like the guy I know. That position in general, I mean, we, you know, since you came here last year, you talked about that money backer spot. But it seems like you guys maybe, when you were in Arizona, you were ahead of the curve a little bit. I mean, it was. Buck and then Mark Barron, I think, at the time, yep. moving that DBs yep. exactly down to right. that spot. With the evolution, I mean, is that almost a necessity now to have guys like that in those <clears throat> spots that, that can, you know, yeah. match up in this league? Mm -hmm. I, I think that the game has become enough, um, you know, I don't want to say the, the college word spread, but horizontal, where people space you out in bi even bigger personnel groupings. Um, you saw Arizona try to do it one time. They had three tight ends in the game, and they had empty. I think they had a penalty and did get a run what they wanted, but they went three tight ends and went empty. And then that's that's the game. The game is big people to go smaller looks and, and space people out. I think the, there's there there is a lot of value in guys that can tackle in space, and whether that's a safety that tackles in space or a linebacker that tackles in space, who you know whoever he is, I think that's a certain necessity because of the game. Then, from a matchup standpoint. Um, when things become horizontal, even if you're playing zone defenses, you have to tackle in space and you have to play and manipulate your body in space to play the zones in space. Um, so it, it goes hand in hand with whether you're matching up in man or, or playing zone defenses. Was it a conscious decision when you guys put that position on the board? I mean, was that something that was in the defense when you got there? Can you talk yeah. about the evolution of why you decided to do it? I, I think for the reasons that you said, specifically for the reasons you said, yep. I think uh, Buck was a guy that we felt could do it. Um, I think because he has um, a physicalness to the way he plays the game. And I think you have to have that component, I think, for that guy. Um, because he still has to go down and fit in the run game and play tough and play strong. And um, what I think that certainly was some of the thoughts that we had in Arizona. Thanks for more. What have you seen from B.J. Hill this um, I, I think we've seen some really good snaps, and I think we've seen, um, just like the, the other guys at the position interior-wise, we some, saw some really good snaps. I think we've seen some snaps that he'd really like himself to play better. And um, we're all in on working on getting those other snaps out of his game, just like the other guys. Does he need, it, do you want him to have as many splash plays and maybe you know, sacks and tackles for a loss as he, as he had last year? Or does, can he have a successful game or successful season without Well, I, I think um, disruptive plays, whether they're um, plays that you see show up in a stat sheet or not, um, I think disruptive plays are really what define players in this league. You know, 
whether you're changing the math or whether you're knocking guys back, whether you're displacing offensive linemen, you know, whether you're on the second level setting a, setting a tight edge and knocking the ball back to the rest of the defense or on the second level seeing poles and fitting fast and disrupting the run game. Um, I think that's really what defines players. And, and again, sometimes, and I want to be clear on that when I say that, is it's not always a TFL. It's not always a sack. It's the other things that go along with it. I think there's, again, there's some plays that he's um, done some really good things. I think there's some plays that, you know, him and I both want him to play better.